Welcome to Sage Post 47's podcast. This is your host, Sierra Ty Brantley, and today I am joined by Matt Thompson, Pomona College alumni, class of 1996, and current managing director at Skyview Capital. Thank you for joining us today, Matt. Sierra, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Glad to have you here today. Now, I want to start off with just a pretty general question and ask about your Pomona experience and maybe some of the activities that you were involved with. Yes. So I was at Pomona when there was computers, but it was really pre-internet. You know, we had some very early ways to send electronic mail. It was very cutting edge. Actually, Pomona was very advanced in email, but this was pre-Netscape, pre-internet browser. Mm -hmm. But I was a double major in economics and biology. So I was taking both the organic chemistry and the biology and the genetics, but also finance and economics um, at Pomona. So I did a lot with the biology club and I was a, I was a chem mentor where it would help, help people with their chemistry problem sets. And I would help with, with chem, with the bio 50, 52, the introductory bio class by helping with problem sets there as well. Also very involved with the Asian American Mentorship Program. So very involved with that club and really enjoyed uh, doing different activities on campus. Very cool, very cool. Um, and did you go into Pomona kind of with an idea of what major you want to pursue or your career path? In some ways, yes. My APs in college, I re- in high school really focused on AP economics and AP mm-hmm. biology. I, I really wanted to pursue something along those lines. And that's what I ultimately double majored in is economics and biology. Yeah. And during your time at Pomona, what maybe experiences or possibly internships influence what you decided to do after college? So I, I was really fortunate. I was able to do research on campus. I did mm-hmm early molecular biology research with a Dr. Li Huang from Pomona, where we were, we were splicing genes uh, for heat-resistant bacteria. I was in the lab uh, extracting DNA, but I also had internships where I was working in stock brokerages. I was working in uh, the, the uh, Dean Witter stock brokerage in Claremont. So I was really pursuing these two paths yeah. of both biology and economics. And I had a really cool internship on the biology side. It was called the Baylor College of Medicine Smart Program. Okay. And this was an internship where it was a it was a paid program where they would house you in in, in Houston mm-hmm. and and uh, I was working on molecular biology research in a lab at Baylor College of Medicine. So that was very interesting as well. Yeah, those seem like two Pretty, pretty distinct um, interests, but I think it's super cool that you were able to find experiences in both of them. Um, and then after graduation, what um, position did you take on? And could you tell me a little bit about your career path since then? So I was very fortunate. I actually got into medical school. I actually uh, applied to medical, said sort of dual path. I applied mm-hmm. to medical school, got into medical school. But I fainted a lot when I was watching dissections. I remember watching an open heart surgery, but I don't remember anything because I 
passed out absolutely immediately. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe it's a good idea to go a different path. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to work at PricewaterhouseCoopers mm-hmm. uh, in Los Angeles. And I was very fortunate. That group was populated with about 15, 20% of them were Pomona or Claremont alums. So wow. really great ability to get mentored. There's a couple, a number of alums. Uh, Jeff Kinrich was a was a partner there. Matt and Mark Chesler were working there. And so a lot of Pomona alums were, were there, mm-hmm. which was a great place to start a career doing financial consulting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then from that point, where has your career taken you? So after several years at at PricewaterhouseCoopers, I, I was fortunate enough to work in a startup. So I worked in an internet startup. And when I was came into PricewaterhouseCoopers, I really wanted to do, you know, apply that biology background with the ec- economics. So yeah. trying to do things like biotechnology patent infringements and litigation assignments around biotech. Uh, I had a couple mm-hmm. around there, a couple in healthcare, but I was really, this was the dawn of the internet, 1999, 2000. So I started doing a lot of telecom and internet consulting projects where I was helping startups raise capital or help mm-hmm. venture capital firms invest in in technology businesses. And what I found very interesting was, although it's not biology, having a little bit of science is very helpful for understanding other types of technology. Just, you know, by taking organic chemistry and physics, you're better able to understand what was going on with the photonics related to internet bandwidth. And the real thing you really learn from Pomona is like how to learn. So I was just a voracious reader. So I, I would read analyst reports and read magazines and go to conferences. And by doing that, I became an expert in internet, internet technologies, bandwidth, uh, cellular communications. So by, able, by being able to be, learn how to learn, I was able to teach myself a lot of this technology and then become expert in a lot of segments so I could help advise my clients. Mm-hmm. So then after PricewaterhouseCoopers, I worked at this startup uh, in, in Orange County. Yeah. And that was a really exciting time. I was able to see a whole company from startup phase to raise capital, try to go public, go bankrupt instead, and see that full cycle. And I was able to work with the CEO and CFO on a variety of tasks of mm-hmm. operating the business, adding to the business, growing the business. After that, I went to business school at Stanford Business School, where I had amazing professors. I had one of the founders of Intel, Andy Grove. I had one of the founders of Google, Eric Schmidt, um, and a chance to meet some great classmates mm-hmm. uh, who are now doing investors or or venture capitalists or starting companies. Mm-hmm. After Stanford, uh, I also at Stanford, I had some great experiences. I was able to go on a study trip to Japan to see all these interesting companies in Japan and went to Australia to meet telecom and internet companies in Australia and really able to push the skill set. So I had a lot of economics and accounting skill set from Pomona, but to go to business school, you really get a very global perspective and you also get a chance to 
learn more about interpersonal dynamics, you know, taking classes more in organizational psychology, which is helpful. Yeah. After, I'll sort of skip ahead a little bit, but I then worked in some more turnaround and financial consulting at a variety of firms, Alvarez and Marcel and FTI Consulting. Yeah. And then I worked at Sony Pictures. And Sony Pictures are amazing company. Um, in that regard, I was helping to launch and buy TV stations globally. So we were doing a lot of over-the-top video. I was looking at production companies globally. Mm-hmm. So we buy these firms that make movies and TV shows. So we would invest in those, and then we would add them to the Sony portfolio. One of the businesses that I bought was called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? It was a very famous show about yeah. 10, 15 years ago. So we bought that that business we actually took it private and then rolled it into the Sony portfolio. So, you know, great experience there for about three years, investing and operating uh, mm-hmm. internet and media properties within Sony Pictures. And so this is a way to be on the, in a creative company, doing very yeah. cool things with uh, TV shows, working on the lot, but being more of a business person, really doing financial analysis and work very similar to investment banking or consulting within a large mm-hmm. media company. Yeah. After, after Sony, I worked at a firm called the Gores Group, which is a private equity firm in Los Angeles. So private okay. equity is it's investment banking where you are buying companies for a private equity firm. So we'll buy media or technology or industrial companies mm-hmm. and then operate them and then hopefully improve them and then sell them for a profit. Yeah. And private equity is an area that a lot of, a fair number of Pomona students get into after having worked in investment banking or consulting and typically after going to business school. Then after the Gores Group, I joined Skyview Capital where I've been for about 10 years now, where I work on private equity and venture capital investments in the technology and industrial space. So in this regard, I am helping entrepreneurs and founders invest and buy companies that we then improve and then sell to larger companies. And now I'm actually using my biology. We're actually actually investing in several companies in healthcare. So we've got a ophthalmic company that is an early stage company Mm -hmm. called Stroma Health. Uh, We've got another company called Silk biopharmaceuticals. This is a protein, uh, bio, bioengineered protein, which you use to improve the symptoms of dry eye disease. So a lot of people, if they have dry eye, they need eye drops. And this company is using a protein derived from silk that allows you to help your dry eye disease. Um, so we also have a artificial intelligence company called Prevent, and mm-hmm. this company is using artificial intelligence to scan baby retinal images and then use that to help diagnose eye disease. So wow. this is where it becomes really full circle. I'm applying <laughs> yeah. internet, technology, computer science on biological problems. So I'm really able to leverage my OCHEM and BioCam classes from 20 years ago <laughs> to help talk to the founder. And it's amazing how much is still relevant if you, you know, keep using it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, that is very cool that you're able to bring those back around. Um, and a quick question that I've kind of wondered is when these companies are possibly looking for investors, do the private equity firms have specific people that are really well versed in maybe these different fields and someone like, for example, that would understand all of the biological um, components of what this product does or how um, it functions? Yes, there's a combination. Some firms are very generalist where they have people without specific industry knowledge. But if you're investing in a specific industry, especially something pretty technical, mm-hmm. it's advisable to bring on advisors who can provide that that knowledge. So, for example, we'll we'll hire consultants who are experts in AI to help look at a business, or we'll have we'll bring on people who have MD PhDs to sit on our board to give us advice as to how to work with these companies. Mm-hmm. So. When you're making very technical investments, it's actually quite risky to invest if you don't have some technical experts. But yeah, yeah. if you if you only invest in the area that you're completely the technical expert ma- master at, there's a very limited pool of things you can invest in. So it's better to have some generalists who know broadly about technology or biotech, and then you can bring on those respective experts at the right points in time mm-hmm. to help out with specific diligence items. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that has been quite a career. And where do you hope to maybe, if you do plan to move or change in the future, or what would you like to do in the future with your career? One thing I've been doing over the past five or six years is doing things in the nonprofit sector on a volunteering basis. And so part of that mm-hmm. is I'm very in- I was very involved with the Pomona College alumni system. So I was on the alumni board, which helps to promote activities for alumni and students. I then became president of the alumni board, where I really helped shape initiatives to connect more faculty with alumni, have more interaction, and planning events. And this has been really interesting. So I actually sort of retired off of the board but mm-hmm. I'm still involved with the LA chapter and we've been doing some really cool events even during COVID where we're having events with alumni joining Zoom calls or different platforms to connect with students and other alumni. And there's actually alum, Xiaochen Chu, who started a company called Run the World. It's a platform like Zoom to allow you to have cocktail party immersive events. Mm-hmm. She actually went to Pomona, then she went to Stanford, and then she started this company. And we actually use that platform to hold several cocktail party receptions for nice. alumni. So a lot of what we're doing is try to help plan those things. I'm also helping to plan our 25th reunion. So working wow. with some of my classmates to help plan our 25th reunion in May. So mm-hmm. we've been getting together to figure out how to do that. Normally it's all on campus and people can come together. This is very unique because it's going to be on Zoom, but we've enlisted some professors to come talk to us, uh, having some panelists of our classmates to see what they've been up up to, to to talk to other students. So we'll see how it goes. But what's unique is because it's virtual, because it's complimentary this year, we can probably have more attendees than in a typical year where people have to fly in and, and we have to 
pay for other expenses. So hoping to have good attendance, even though it's going to be a virtual event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's maybe one of the benefits of being virtual um, is that you can talk to people in a variety of places. Um, And like for this podcast, I can talk to almost, I don't know, any of the alumni. So I think that's one benefit for sure. Um, Now kind of maybe pointing this towards um, what possibly current students may be thinking about, what kind of advice would you give to a student who's trying to, um, as they go through college, figure out what they want to study and also what they want to pursue career-wise? I think it's very possible you can major in anything at Pomona and then go into any career. I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. I think there are definitely more you know, traditional paths to certain careers. Like if you want to work in business, sometimes it's nice to major in economics or know a lot of about economics or psychology. But even if you don't major in a subject, you just have to show passion around it and interest. So you can major in anything, but if you want to, say, work in management consulting, investment banking, you probably, if you don't major in that topic, you, you may want to read about it on your personal time. You may want to get internships in, a, in an ascending pattern to get more exposure to that so you're ready for jobs later on. You want to talk to people in that, in that area. You want to go to the info sessions in that industry. You really can't just come, come up for second semester, senior year, and say, hey, I want to do consulting or investment banking <laughs> without any prior interest in that. So yeah. like I said, you can major in anything, but try to do some things that show interest and build up your knowledge around it so you can be conversant in the interviews. I also think a little bit of knowledge can go a long way in the sense that maybe you don't major in economics, but maybe you take introductory macro and micro, or maybe you take one accounting class at CMC, or maybe you take an accounting class in community college over the summertime, or you take a online class about about finance. So reading up about these things, learning how to do this analysis. Similar for management consulting, if you want to get into that area, which, which a lot of people go on is a great stepping stone to other careers, go to the info sessions early on, talk to people who did it before, and reach out to alumni. There's so many alumni at Pomona who work at the top firms in senior leadership positions, Bain and McKinsey and BCG. Reach out to them. They will, they will likely respond to you. It's not like that at a big university, but I will guarantee if you reach out to 10 alumni from Pomona, at least three or four will engage in a very productive conversation. And you only need one or two of those to turn into something very interesting. I also really recommend students early on, go visit the CDO, uh, the Career Development Office, talk with them, schedule an appointment. There's also great resources like SagePost 47 is an amazing organization that has great tools that other alumni have provided. And if you go there, it's a treasure trove of advice about white papers on how to interview, steps on what books to read if you want to get into consulting or investment banking or work at a tech company. Mm -hmm. I also recommend the Pomona College Internship Program. This is an amazing program where Pomona will pay students to intern with people. And I think this is almost unheard of, but it's a great (laughs) program and it's a way to 
have amazing internships with a variety of firms that you can then have on your resume and use that as a stepping stone for future jobs or internships. I've had probably over 20 interns from that program over the past 10 years. And if I look at their, over their career, it's been really fascinating. I, you know, I'm still connected with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But the interns we've had have gone on to work at Goldman Sachs, Deloitte & Touche, Credit Suisse, Lazard Frere, um, major investment banks, major private equity firms. So it's a great path to get in that piece of program and get one of those internships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely and, is. And a lot of them are, you know, partly on in person and partly virtual. You know, we've learned how to work with interns remotely very, very successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, now, going back to your experience at Pomona, were there any um, particular classes or professors that had a large impact on you? Definitely. The amazing part of Pomona is you really get to know your professors. And that's very, you're not just a number. I mean, I remember being OCHEM and having some bad grades on early tests and the professor asking me what, what happened. And, and it's just a small community. So those kind of things, you get that support system. But in particular, Gary Smith is an econ professor. I, I think I took all of the finance classes and statistics classes with him that I could. Mm-hmm. Took uh, intro to economic statistics. Um, took securities valuation and the portfolio class. And I've stayed in touch with Gary ever since. I've, I've had him speak on some panels. He's, mm-hmm. he's offered to talk to our reunion classes. I've uh, helped promote some of his books. Um, so that's been a really amazing relationship, you know, to be able yeah. to give feedback uh, and, and share stories with professors has been very, very valuable, which is another thing you don't get at a, at a larger school. I also came back to campus um, to you know, to talk to the Hive. The Hive is also a great organization. I don't know if you've dealt with that, but that's an amazing place to learn about design, ideation and, and brainstorming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's really cool that you are still so involved with Pomona. And yeah, that's great for current students to have. And yeah, I think during this time too, especially to see that people stay involved, um, people love Pomona. So, yeah, thank you. Um, And another question going back to maybe your current position, um, what might a typical day um, look like if there is a typical day? I think that's, I think, that's one thing you sort of want in a career. You don't want things that have typical days. I mean, you want things that are very diverse and that really leverages the liberal arts background, the ability to do a lot of different things. You know, you're not a robot. You're not just crunching spreadsheets all day. And that's the beauty of liberal arts. You're able to do analysis. You're able to build spreadsheets. You're able to write a document, write a press release, uh, speak to speak to the CEOs of companies and do a range of activities without skipping a beat. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my job involves with, it's sort of split into three areas. It's the first area is looking for new businesses to invest in or acquire. So that's, that's talking to, talking to founders, 
attending conferences to learn about new businesses. So that's about a third, like looking for new opportunities. Then yeah. another third is working on the existing companies we have and trying to improve them, mm-hmm. give them advice, understand their progress. Uh, that's about a third. And then another third is working on our own corp- corporation, hiring staff for our company and working on internal processes. So that's sort of the thirds. But then there's another, say, fourth or a third, which is <laughs> non, non-work related things. You know, this is doing things in your free time on weekends. It's giving back to Pomona. It's giving back to my, the schools where the school where my daughters go, the elementary public school. It's, mm-hmm. it's giving back to my business school. I'm very involved with my Stanford Business School Alumni Association. So it's doing those extra things in the community, which I find very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really interesting as well. Um, and what might you say are your favorite and possibly least favorite aspects of your current job? I'll talk to the, the favorites. I, I love meeting with new companies doing new technologies, right? It's very interesting to see what's sort of some of these cutting edge technologies and helping some of these new services launch. Um, you know, it's very empowering to seeing some of these things going to help society. I mean, if this if this new drug works, that's going to alleviate people's dry eye pain. That that's really interesting. And then some of the business, other business we do, are a little more mundane. We've got a food company, but we also have another business which is a very fast growing, fast growing coffee beverage started by college students. That's now in Target and Costco and. Nice. It's, they were on Shark Tank and they, they were able to develop this energy coffee drink and started four or five years ago from zero and now it's in Target and Costco and, and, um, and Safeway. So it's amazing to see that growth of, of businesses and see this wide range of, of technologies. And I'm, our, our, ours is unique because we'll do e-commerce companies, we'll do artificial intelligence and we'll do wellness and Biotech. So it's a wide range. You'll get to see a lot of different things and really never get bored and always be learning. That's the other thing I really like about my role and also just even though I wasn't in this role, I'd be doing I Keep learning throughout your career. You're, you're, you, 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 once again, Pomona is a way to learn how to learn, but then you kept, I kept on learning different things. I would learn how to build databases early on in my career. I would learn how to use Excel and teach classes in Excel. And then I take a lot of online classes about artificial intelligence or blockchain. And I do a lot of things where I will be on a panel where I'll talk about a new industry. I mean, maybe I'm not expert, but if you can meet really interesting people and talk with them on an intelligent level, you by sort of by proxy become very knowledgeable in those spaces. Yeah. So I encourage people to don't give up. Keep on learning. You know, read books mm-hmm. about these new technologies because things change so fa- so rapidly. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I just want to have a last, really broad question and ask if um, there's any advice that you would like to give listeners and possibly students. If there's anything else you'd like to share. I think the key is. For students, take advantage of your time on at, at college. I know it's tough during the pandemic, but there's so many resources 
for a small college, but even within that five college community, there's so many resources that I know it seems like no one has enough time to do everything, but yeah. push, push yourself. <laughs> and at some level, I almost wish I didn't spend as much time studying, right? I spend so much time in the library studying my two majors, but on the margin, it's sometimes it's more important to build relationships with your classmates. Yeah. More important to build relationship with your teachers. I mean, like, like I said, after you graduate, stay in touch with them, email them. They want to stay in touch with you, um, but you have to make the effort. And it's really yeah. good to do it while you're still on campus. Stay in touch with your thesis advisor. Stay in touch with other professors. Um, connect with them on LinkedIn. But you really value that. And it's harder to sort of re-engage later in life. So if yeah. you can sort of keep that warm, it's more natural. And it's just um, you know, it's a great way to stay engaged. If you have lost touch, I still think it's great to re-engage. But if you can keep that going without sort of a five or 10 year hiatus, it is easier. Mm -hmm. And use those resources. Talk to administrators. Don't be afraid. Talk to alumni. They, they want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. My biggest advice for Pomona students is they're very, very smart. But a lot of times they are reluctant to go outside their comfort zone and reach out to alumni. They're, they're very, they're sometimes, I don't know, it's shy or just very respectful of other people's time, but be more, <laughs> go outside your comfort zone and reach out and ask them because you don't know what will happen. And I also wanted to put a plug in for some resources. There's some amazing Facebook groups. There's a Claremont Entertainment Media Facebook group that has several thousand members from the five C's. These are all five C alums, but mm -hmm. some of these alums are producers of major movies that are on this site. And if you go on there, you can hear about internships. Then there's another site that I started called Claremont Investors and Entrepreneurs, a Facebook, Facebook group. You can join that. You can hear about internships with VC firms and hear about what it's like to work at startups. So mm -hmm. use those resources. Go to the CDO, talk to Sage Post 47, get mentors, because it, it's a balance. But doing a little bit of this early on, it really pays some huge dividends and gives you more options later on. The more things you do early on gives you more options. Mm -hmm. And options provide a lot of value because it allows you to do a lot of different things. And I know it's yeah. sometimes scary, like you don't want to commit to one major or one career, but be creative. You know, I, I did two majors and I was able to use both of them down in my career. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, because I did two majors, it's hard for me to go abroad. I, I probably yeah. could have fit that in, but that was a little tough to fit in going. So <laughs> I wasn't able to go abroad, but that's one thing I, I would have liked to have done, I mean, do, do an uh, international experience during college. Mm -hmm. But be creative, really think through the different plans and talk to people about it. it helps helps you think through what makes sense. And but if you can talk to older students or alumni, they might be able to give you just that one bit of wisdom that helps give you more options. You know, maybe it's take one accounting class or maybe it's take one PSIP internship in an area that you think you might have some interest, but mm -hmm. 10 years down the road, that may be what got you down a career path. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for the advice, for taking this interview, and for all of the resources. Um, I think that students will find those really helpful. Thank you so much, Matt, and we've really loved having you on today. Great, Sierra. Thank you very much. 
of course, anytime. And thank you guys all for listening and take care.